So, uh, last session, not much happened from what I remember. I think, like, um, there was one permanent death. Um, the entire uh, success of your mission was thrown into question by that death. Um, you reverted or began the reversal of um, the entire economic situation of an entire duchy. and Or, or yeah, pretty much an entire duchy. And you got a military-grade ship to sail, with a f fully crewed military-grade ship to sail. So it was, it was all in all, it was you know we, we've had more eventful sessions. Um, Pierre and Junia and Tariq and Graham are all sitting in a tavern in Poi. Um, you found some. There's some ale from Edric's personal stores that have been given to you, um, and you're you're sitting uh, in the tavern uh, drinking it. Um, all four of you around the table. Um, there's a very solemn, uh, uh, like tone in the air, just looking around, and you actually see there's a, a fifth chair around the table that is empty. And you're all you're all like trying your hardest not to look at it. Um, the ship, the Twyla, is um, being prepared. Uh, is there remember the captain's name? I know it started with an S. I think it was. Um, Sam. No, it wasn't a conventional Sam. name. It was like Schwar or something like that. So yeah, the four of you are sitting in the tavern, um, and you're now considering like. What is the plan from here now that one of you were prophesized destined um, party members has been so brutally put down? Okay. I think Tariq just hasn't really spoken since it happened. Right. Hey, uh, so what's Graham doing right now? Graham is sitting, looking huge and swole as ever, drinking a mighty mug of ale. He is uh, sitting between you and the empty chair. And he's just kind of, he's sitting there, it seems like he, excuse me, uh, hasn't had any... Honestly, he seems the most put together out of all of you. Makes sense. Just based off of body language and facial expression. It seems like the death has not impacted him very much. Uh, I'm gonna grab probably one of my balls of wine, crack, uh, crack it Susie, open. Susie, don't make me turn your camera off. <laughs> crack it open. And then I'm fine uh, if you don't want me to show my face. Like no one else's. I'm not worried. And about then it. just like turn to him and I say, know. "Well, that, 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 that it's, what the what the fuck do we do now? What are you gonna? What are you thinking of doing? Ugh. That, that I, I I still can't believe she's gone. Um, you, you were saying that to Graham. 
Yes. Um, he, he, he looks, he looks like down at you and then he, he looks back, uh, back forward and takes a sip out of his, uh, ale and just like instinctively looks to Pierre and it seems like Graham isn't, there's some, some deep thought going on, but he's not saying anything as he looks to Pierre. Pierre, uh, while Graham, uh, as Graham looks at Pierre, Junior, I imagine you're going to glance follows to Pierre. He has his knife out and he's literally just kind of like tapping it on the table repeatedly. Um, he's, he's got his mask on, he's, like, fully kind of gone, he's not, he hasn't said anything, he hasn't really looked up, but he's, like, completely zoned out. Uh, I want to roll against Stoicism Philosophy to come up with a, okay. uh, kind of coping solution. Um, not just for, for this death, but, like, a reason to pursue the mission. Right. Roll. I love I love when a character randomly has a philosophy skill. <laughs> it makes I you... literally just have a bunch of cards of I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm, I just I'm sure them that out, makes like you feel better about uh, your degree. I passed just, I by four. Go... <clears throat> Superior, you're sitting there and just thinking to yourself, how can we continue on if we were preordained and divinely destined? to succeed and yet one of us is, is gone and therefore we have failed and you're sitting here like questioning like clearly this this must mean that there's not a god or anything um because if there were some gods and you were preordained to all go succeed and if Madhari was this godly figure and everything and this mystical figure and all these you know magic uh, uh divine powers that transcend human knowledge and everything if all of these exist um, and are controlling you guys, then how would have Niki died? How would Niki have died? Um, and you actually, you, you're, you're sitting there and you come to this conclusion. You've been thinking about this for hours now. <laughs> Even if Niki is dead, do you not still have a responsibility to do everything in your power to try and prevent this incoming war? And to still go and awaken the God Emperor, at the very least. Even even if you aren't um, predestined to, um, and even if there are no gods and it was all a lie, shouldn't you still try? If If there is in fact no predestined path and you do in fact have complete free will and self-determinism, then shouldn't you use that free will and self-determinism to go and try to accomplish the mission anyways? Because the fact that you're not predestined to succeed does not mean that succeeding was not a noble goal. As Pierre reaches the end of this thought, uh, you kind of see him... Yeah, he places the, the dagger down, and he gets up from his chair, he puts both of his hands on the table and looks through everyone. Um, kind of like surveying almost. He picks up the knife again and stabs it in the table. We've come so far. Why should we give up? I mean, we're so close to the Western Wall and maybe we did lose someone we were supposed to have with us when we reached there. But what's going to stop us? I mean, this is our responsibility. We've done so much so far already and... We still have to try. We have to put it in our all, and we we all ended up there for for a reason. We we were 
We were supposed to be there. And although we're missing someone, it's still within our... It's it's within our possibilities to try to finish it. Graham raises up his mug and goes, Here, here. Mia takes a big swig of her, uh, of, uh, of her bottle. She takes about, like, a quarter of it. Just, like, almost in a... Almost, uh... In a very rash manner. And after she puts it down, she goes, um, I guess I've always wanted to see the Westerlands. Do you, Pierre? Do you, Pierre? To us. To us. And Tariq? You specifically asked Tariq. He just, uh, he still, he's been like looking down and has been silent since everything happened. Uh, but he just kind of, um, Prophecy's over. I'm going home. But that's the same way as the West Villain, so if you're just going that way anyway, we can all... This isn't my war, Pierre. We have all these people counting on us. We can't... We can't just give up. And as much as you think it's not your war, the moment we stepped in that tavern, the moment someone back home said you needed to go, it was your war. We haven't failed. We don't fail until every single one of us stop breathing. Ah, so better we succeed before that happens. That's some David Goggins shit. <laughs> we are not done until all five of us are no longer breathing. <laughs> As you guys are sitting here, um, you see a man comes up, and he uh, he he comes up with like a um, like a waiter behind him. And both last of them are time we saw a waiter, plates. someone died. <laughs> We all, we all we're not done until all five of us are not breathing. <laughs> all of you are no longer breathing. Prophecy over. God. Um. Yeah, so he comes over with uh, with a waiter, and they're both carrying uh, lots of plates. And you see, um, as they come over, steaming hot, uh, fresh, warm meals are are laid out in front of all of you. Um, you see, like. Um, you know, like fried sausages and oat cakes and toast and bread and um, you know butter and honey and and fruits and and, and whatnot. Um, and you see the empty chair um, here uh, is is pulled back, and a man sits down. And you see this man. Um, his his skin is. Um, He's a very tan man, and he uh, he he sits down. He's got this very lax um, uh, uh, body posture. Um, he he sits down like he crosses his legs, and he like lays uh, one of his um like loosely lays one of his uh, arms like back on the on the chair behind him. Um, you see, he's got uh, this hat with like a long rim around it, and this like very um he's got like this long leather overcoat and like some leather armor. Literally on a cowboy. Big black boots. <laughs> Um, and he sits down, he crosses his legs, and he, he, uh, he, like, leans back in the chair a little bit so that, like, the front two legs are kind of leaning, like, off the ground. And he looks up, all, uh, up at all of you and goes, you have a prophecy, right? I know. Aye, aye. Uh, I heard you all are heading down to Donemark, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the plan, at least. Well, you might want to think twice about that. He, uh, you see, he, um, he reaches down and he like pulls out a dagger and like throws it up and catches it and like taps on the table twice and like, uh, and then points all of you like you might want to think twice about that because uh, well, last I heard, there's a bunch of ships crashed. 
and they uh got stuck. Here stands yep. up. Just south of uh Utarakar. They've formed this dam of crash ships. Uh all blocking the river. No one can get through it. It's a complete mess. It's making the, the water overflow as well. Wait a minute. I haven't seen it, but uh it's what I've heard. Sir, what is your name? I was about to head south myself until I heard about it and I'm heading up north to sell my goods instead. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Why are you in the Duke's house? What are you doing here? What do you sell? What's your name? Do you have a wife? Do you kill children? What are their names? Have you ever killed How a man? Are you? are you gay? You're eating the, the, yes. the three essential questions. What, what was the name of what your What is your name? Wife? How many people have you killed? <laughs> he, uh, he, he looks up at you and he's got this uh, smile on you as well. Uh, or on you. Uh, he's got the smile on him. <laughs> um, as he looks up at you. And it's just very, like, just, like, cocky, like, suave smile. As he looks up and he's, like, twirling the, the dagger uh, between his fingers. Um, he says, my name is Joe. I'm a trader on the Donovan. All right, I would like to make a roll. Uh, can I what? roll psychology to see if he was telling the truth about the dam? <laughs> Did we detect um, it's just psychology minus four, I'm pretty sure. I think it's psychology like, minus three. Maybe minus three. Jack's just trying to make us not get to the west. Psychology ones. minus four. Like oh, he okay. claims to want to end the campaign, but he actually just doesn't want us to get there at all. I'm gonna make that. Um, room, if you want. Also, yeah, uh, yes. Okay. I pass by two. That's actually perfect because he had a minus two to read him. Um. So um, you actually passed by zero. That was perfect. Um, Fucking roll the six. That's inevitable. <laughs> he seems like he's telling the truth. Okay. He uh, he seems like he firmly believes that there is a uh, that the ships were crashed. Who told you this? Who told you this information? I've been in town for about a week or so, visiting the brothels and whatnot, uh, collecting some trade uh, or some some cargo, waiting for some people to show up. Uh, so you know, me and my men have been around the docks and around the town. We hear stories. Actually, in the port, with other sailors. You heard them from other sailors. Yes, that have been down south. One man said he was attacked and lost all his crew. Okay, sir. If you have nothing else to say, um, my party would like to speak in private. Well, if you uh, need any further protection, though, I saw the boat y'all have, and it's a pretty hefty uh, piece of work there. Um, I am available for hire as long as you are going north. And he, uh, he winks at you, and he says, "But." Me and my men don't come cheap. Best never does. And he stands up. He walks away. He like confidently like with his swagger in his walk. Leaves. I think he was telling the truth about the dam. At least he believes it's there. Um, for all we know that information that he acquired it from could be just rumors. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not anything where I think we should take lightly. I guess before we head out tomorrow or later or whenever we end up doing it, we really should decide if this is the right way. Well, we ought to come so far to do it. I don't want to put you guys in any unnecessary danger. I personally am very affixed on taking the boat south. But um, if, if you three have a different plan, I'd like to hear it. What are our total funds? Even so. I I say I'm ready to go whenever. Um, 
I don't want to stick around in this town any longer. Um, Let's just go. I don't want to be in here as well. I never get away from it all. He's been um he's been like meeting with um his guard whose name I forget. Um and like any other members of council he can scratch together uh to handle like stimulating the economy and like restarting everything and rebuilding. Um so all day he's been in meetings and meeting with people and local guild leaders and stuff. Um so you guys did like sleep in the castle last night and everything, but um Oh guys, should we uh should we invest in that fucking uh disguise thing? <laughs> oh. oh hmm. Yeah. I I do feel like we have a certain demonstration of what happens when we don't have a disguise. Yeah, Pierre. Uh. After seeing the death of Niki, Pierre has built up the courage and the willpower to officially buy off his odious personal habit. Um, <laughs> so I don't have it anymore. It's gone. <laughs> An actual character development in the GURPS campaign. I never, I never thought I'd see the day. Uh, so, uh, like, at, I bought off combat shakes. Leave me alone. At this moment, uh, when Pierre kind of brings, no, but I mean, like, but, no, but that was in the same campaign. Uh, at this moment, oh, yeah. um, Pierre, after he says, uh, perhaps we should invest in disguises, you see him lift off the mask and the hat, and he puts it in his bag, which is rare, because usually he just holds it on him or, like, keeps it nearby. It's a whole do new Pierre. Do we Why are that? you ugly? <laughs> <laughs> you do, Put it back on. <laughs> you, you, you do see a rather weathered face um, underneath the mask. Yeah, actually, I kind of forget what Pierre's face is. You sure look better. Um, yeah, just honestly, that GURPS Unite thing is pretty accurate. Uh, the... Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Yeah, has that mighty beard. Um, it's yeah, it's not like... it's not as put together. Like it it's all like you know how yeah. his hair is kind of like I forget what the word is for that. Like when it's kind of um shaggy, like sh like sh unkempt. like like unkempt. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, he has a very unkempt beard. There's parts that are longer, there's parts that are shorter. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, I want to do some investing while we're here, since I have the money. Um... In the local economy. Uh... <laughs> back for return on profit. Uh, Jack, I would like return to purchase profit. another set of clothes. Nice. Uh, that are Dude's just... feeling... Dude's treating himself. That are just kind of, like, new and clean and different. Uh, how much is that gonna be? One bronze. One bronze, okay. One bronze piece. Um... Closer. And then I'm going to purchase. I want to buy. Um, I uh, is it, is it okay if I reference the armor table? I want to purchase. No, I I don't imagine you're going to like play armor or anything. No, 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 no. I want to purchase a. Uh, if I can fucking find it, sorry. Um, I want to purchase a male shirt, like a chainmail. Uh, hey. Shirt. Um. It, Roll luck for 14 or less. Bet. Out of the rules, this is probably the one I fail. <laughs> I, I succeed by four. There is a, a uh, uh, there is a widower. Uh, or, sorry, a uh, widow. I got the doing stuff. There's a widow whose husband was, uh, uh, he 
specialize in constructing mail armor. Um, however, she is selling it for 170 instead of 150 Actually, no, fuck it. I'm buying the chainmail at 170 She thanks you uh, uh, gravely. Um, and you see, like, she is down on her luck after her husband's died and she's trying to supply for herself. She's like, she's a fairly, um, she, she's like in her 50s. She's an older woman. Um, um, I am going to not sell her back. Actually, no, I'm just going to keep it. I don't know. I'm not going to. She tells you that, um, she also tells you that, uh, uh, yeah, like, like times have been tough since her husband died and she's sorry that she has to charge so much, but like, um, she says that all of her sons left. One of them died and the other, other two had to leave. I'm going to give her, uh, and her daughter ran off gonna, with some, uh, adventuring her, boy. I'm going to give her three traveler's rations. Um, as, she, as she thanks you even more. Have a good day. Oh, uh, and she asks you your name. Oh. What's your name, sir? Um. My name is Pierre. She also looks sickly. It is nice to meet you. Thank you, thank you. And she, um, she like literally like bows to you, like gets on her knees, and like like. No, uh, no like need, no need. You're you're okay. It's okay. Um, it, it won't count as the armor. It won't add extra armor, but he's gonna wear wear the mail shirt, uh, like over his kind of cloth armor. Is there a? Is there a woodworker or a leather worker in town? <gasps> yes. I want to find someone who can make a custom mask. Um, like a leather mask? Or something? Leather or wood, I was thinking. It, like, um... a full, like a full face. I'm Basically, also keeping them. Basically, the goal being that Tariq has a new, a new look. Actually, can I sell something? I wonder if I can't. Should sell something. Um. <sighs> okay, so you guys walk to dock again, and you guys. I'm imagining pretty much all of you have seen the Donna Mark before. Um. Fucking with Bolton definitely. On. Yeah, you definitely have. The only one that's questionable, honestly, is Graham. But, uh, mm -hmm. it's still likely. Um, but it stands before you in all its magnificence. You can just, just walking up, you can smell, uh, the Donnemark has this particular smell, just so much water in one area. Um, and you see, like, just the black currents flowing, and you look down, you just cannot see how deep it flows. And you look across, and it's just miles of water. Um... Uh, reaching across, and there's no way you could build a bridge from here to the other the other side. Um, I don't think Tariq knows technology. how to swim, guys. Never a better time to learn. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the river here, the river here is with male armor on. Um, the the river here is is pretty calm. Um, and you see like uh. Like, as you're standing on the port, you see, like, a ship coming in to dock, and you see, like, a ship, uh, like, two ships, um, passing by, two merchant ships, uh, uh, um. <laughs> <Homie froze. Sorry. laughs> Susie's DMing me. And I responded with K. <laughs> Best GM. You can just leave um, it later. 
No, I looked at it. Yeah, it looks cool. I, I like it. Um, you have to think about what you wear to cover hair, though. Just won't. Just get a haircut. It doesn't matter. No one will notice, right? <gasps> what is Let Tariq's have... Oh my Let god, you could cut your hair. Design. Junior, uh, Tariq cut has... Your hair. So Tariq has dreads that <laughs> are about uh, shoulder length, and they're pulled into like a bun, always. My, my, okay. my Can hair? I cut Junior's hair? <laughs> Tariq goes bald. <laughs> uh, anyway. Junior's hair or Tariq's hair? Both. Okay. Yeah, I, you guys could all get, it could be Uncle like that Uncle Iroh and Zuko scene where you guys get haircuts. Alright. I mean part of it is like I could imagine like if it's a coat that has a little bit of like a pop-up and then just like the hair is tied, it would block the back skin and like you can have dreads without being a person of color. Like it is a cultural hairstyle, but like if you just It's not common in as laundry. Yeah, but like I could be extravagant. It's common in some parts of those laundry. Exactly. But very rare. Um, there's certain cultural groups in as laundry that do wear it. I I do already know. Uh, uh, I've actually come up with it. Um, already. Look at me actually being prepared with world building. I'm ready to play. Um. Oh right, we're doing something. So. Yes, yeah, so you guys are on the port, and you see the river spanning out for miles. Um, and you look to your left, and you look to your right, north and south, um, and you cannot see the end for how far it goes. This thing is the single most significant geographical feature in the entire continent. Um, really? More than the spans, wall? It spans throughout the entire continent, and all trade flows here, naval battles happen here, you know, kingdoms have been lost on this river. Um, you know, you have no idea. Like, like, just imagine, like, how many ships and bodies are like lay at the bottom of this river from like centuries or even millennia ago. Um, and you see your own ship, Wyla, recently renamed. Um, and you see the the what's it called? The thing on the front. The bow. This. I have no the idea stern? what it is in English. The helm? The naked lady? Yeah, the naked lady, but what, what is it called? What is the ornament at the... Not sticker-head. Bowsprit? Oh, are you, are you consulting Wyatt? <laughs> yeah, Wyatt's got it. Your roommate knows? Oh, no, Bowsprit's the thing that sticks out, but like on the very, very front. Dude, your roommate is only hearing one side of this. It's literally called the stern. Is the end of the boat. The figurehead. I don't know. Um, the figurehead is this metal owl that's been placed on the front. Um, that has been uh, uh, and you guys see it, and there's this um, uh, yeah, like metal. metal owl sitting on the front of the boat. Um. As, as the figurehead, and you see the mighty sails, and this boat, it's not a huge boat, because it is the fastest in the fleet, um, and, uh, but it's, 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 it's not very wide, it's very thin, uh, um, and, uh, it's much, much, lo um, longer compared to its width, 
in relation to its width compared to all the other ships in port. Um, and you see men on top, like, moving crates and stuff and rolling barrels and getting things ready and readying the sails and whatnot. And men, like, shouting commands and things. Um, and you see a man... Uh, you guys see, as you're approaching, you're all you're carrying your stuff uh, and wearing your new clothes and, and, and whatnot. Um, and you see Edric Grant and... <laughs> How many, hope, trip. how many masks um, does this boat have? I don't know how boats work, so... <laughs> Probably uh, The more masks two? you have, the more weight you have, but also the more wind you can pick up. Yeah, I would imagine two. Two. It is designed to be very fast. I see. Or be one of the faster ships. It wasn't like specifically designed to be fast, but it is. Um, I feel like Caribbeans well together is just making me think of the movie again. You will, yeah. We're about to have some pirate uh, sessions. You guys are gonna be pirates on the high seas, and by that, I, I want mean, I revert. want there to be mechanics to like swing on the ropes. <laughs> Pretty sure there is. Good is extensive as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I said you just yeah, will try to like swing from a ship to a ship, but it like will it'll be GURP, so it just won't go well into Tariq will yeah, drag. Okay. Like in D D it's like athletics, DC hard, but in GURPS it's like DC impossible. Like <laughs> um, <laughs> that'd probably be like acrobatics. You should look into the acrobatic skill, Susie. I love um, acrobatics. I, I can Although I do have height in DC, I do have height in deck, so it might just be a matter of Honestly, like GURPS a is just the type of game where you take one point in every skill, and then you're having the best time of your life. Yeah, I have four skills. Where I, I know you actually have one one point in stoicism, and you got that role. Yeah, I was so surprised that I, I saw you have one point in it. It's a hard skill, and you're at level eleven. I was like, oh shit, he can actually do this. I have one, one point, point, but I also it. have. Uh... It's a thirteen IQ. Yeah, thirteen. Um. I have three unspent points. I mean, I wouldn't do them this session, anyway. Back but to I'll think about it. okay. So yeah, you see Edric Grant's standing, um, standing tall and proud, looking noble as ever, with his hands uh, like behind his back. I can't see. I don't. I can't see what you guys see. I'm just hoping the you Beatles. see what I'm trying to show. Um, yes, he's wearing a Beatles merch shirt, um, <laughs> and he's got his uh, his arm Weaver. behind him, his chest puffed out, shoulders standing wide. Um, he's dressed in his finest clothes, and, uh, behind him is presumably, or, yeah, behind him is another man, um, who's standing Chocolate milk's coming up. <laughs> we have such good chocolate milk in the dining halls here. Uh, a man wearing, um, boiled leather armor from, from, uh, chest to toe um and gloves and everything he's got sword sheath at his side um and uh black boots and um you guys walk up and both of them bow to you all and um edric looks to you uh to you all and he his eyes stop uh, uh looking at Tariq um as he dresses all of you he makes eye contact with Tariq or tries to um the little the little and... slits in the eyes yeah Oh, you're still wearing the mask. Um, oh yeah, I'm like I'm in the thing now. Okay. Uh, he he looks at you and gestures out 
uh, to you. He's like, Prophecy, I cannot thank you enough for all of you uh, coming here. And he, he looks to all of you. He's like, Pierre, Junia, Ram, Tariq. I uh, I cannot thank all of you enough for 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 what you've you've um, you've done for me and for all of Poi, the city and the duchy and all of the lands that are under my domain. Um, you have truly done a service to your country, and I know that you will succeed in your mission, even after the tragic loss of Niki. Um, and he gestures to the boat and says, there she is, the Twyla, uh, an apt name. Uh, I took it upon myself to have it ordered that uh, we had another ship who's um, a night prowler, who's... Uh, um, I already forgot what it's fucking called. The figurehead? The figurehead, whose figurehead was uh, was an owl. We were, had it removed and uh, had this ship's uh, figurehead replaced with this one. Um... I hope you like it. And he he turns to to you and smiles, and he says, uh, "It's fully crewed, over twenty over twenty men, um, captained by the finest in the fleet, Captain Shorn." Um, he gestures behind him. Uh, he will take care of you all. Um, I wish you uh, good luck in your journey, and um, uh, I wish you all good luck in your journey. And if your travels ever take you back, Poi. Please uh, spend a visit. My castle is always open to you. My lands are always open to you. I will send word out to all of my vassals um, so that if you ever are in their lands, um, they will be uh, they will welcome you and open their uh, their walls and doors to you as well. Um, I'm in the, I'm truly honored to be able to call all of you friends and. Uh, once again, I cannot thank you enough for everything you've done for me and all of my people. And he again, he like gives a, a courteous bow to you guys all, uh, to all of you guys. And um, he he turns uh, and sort of like um, turns over to Shorn, who steps forward, and he also has his his hands behind him, looking very formal. You see, he's got this metal pin on his um on his uh, uh chest uh pierre you recognize it as like some navy memorabilia um you obviously d you don't know what it is because this is the house grants navy this isn't um house esther um and he looks to all of you and speaks with this thick nordic accent which i'm not going to do <laughs> um uh he he's uh He's like six foot, pretty stocky build. Um, he's he's pretty buff, pretty fit, um, muscular, and um, he's got short black hair and um, uh, a well kept beard. Um, and he looks to be well into his years, into his late thirties, early forties, um, older than Pierre. Um, Though Pierre might look older, honestly, uh, um, especially with all the stress he's endured in the in the fucking journey, dude's gonna drop at thirty five, like with gray hair. You know, um, all the stress. Uh, so Shorn approaches you guys and stands up tall. 
and he says, uh, welcome, Prophecy, my name is Shorn, I'll be your captain. Um, if you have any need, uh, just let me know. We have, um, given you the best bunks available. Or actually, uh, hmm. We've had the captain's quarters edited, so that, uh, or, editing would say edited. We've had the captain's quarters, um, uh, changed so that, uh, it is now open to the four of you. And you may, uh, sleep in there. We have four beds in there. That'll be your room. I will be sleeping below deck with the rest of the men. Um, uh, but, but he looks at all of you and says, uh, though I'd like it to be known that if we were, are to encounter any danger, and I will let you know that it is very possible, maybe not likely, but possible that we encounter danger, especially with bandits in the western woods as we sail south. Uh, you are to listen to my commands. Uh, I assure you they are all to keep you safe. Um, on a ship, uh, cap the captain is king, and uh, you must be prepared to listen to my every word with absolute obedience, um, as all my men will. Um, Otherwise, I cannot guarantee your safety if we are to encounter danger. And if we are to be assailed or run into any obstacles, um, I would, if if I am not immediately available, seek sh uh, safety and seek shelter, and me and my men will take care of it. We have several armed and trained. We are all trained and armed. Um, any questions? Here does a Asterian uh, salute after he... He wraps up his, his, his talking. So you're um, a up. Sounds good, broski. Mm. Sounds good, broski. <laughs> Love the RP. I think Tariq just nods silently. Um, Shore nods back and he, he turns around and, uh, uh uh, he stops halfway, turning, he looks back, goes, oh, the ship will be ready uh, shortly for you all to board. Um, and then he briskly walks off at a very quick pace. He's got long legs, and they are flying uh, as he boards the ship. And he, he gets on, and he, he yells with this, like, booming, authoritative voice, like, getting men ready and stuff. And they, um, you see they're, like, quickly packing every last thing and dragging stuff on quickly and running. Um, he's like, post-haste, post-haste. Um, and... They all like order uh, order up, and like like line up, and he walks out of the um, like like bottom deck onto the onto the port, and gestures all to you. The boat is ready now. Aye, Captain. Walk on board. He was, the... was getting flashbacks to the time those fucking pirates overthrew the ship. <laughs> I think Before... that. I will say, I do think there's a point where, like, Tariq walks on and feels the boat just kind of, like, shift a little bit, and he's like, what the fuck? There's gonna be some it's been a long like time since I've been on the boat. What the fuck is a river? Um. <laughs> so four members of the Prophecy enter the Twyla, and you guys enter below deck, and you see there's, it's dimly lit down here, um, or... Well, it's, it's dimly lit in some sections. The sunlight is pouring through the big, like, open... Um, oh, fucking drawbridge gate thing that that's let down onto the dock. Um, and you see the is lanterns. This, oh, sorry. Like, mm -hmm. 
Is this the kind of boat where, like, there's, like, the little windows on, like, the underbelly? For no. cannons? Yeah. Mm. Um. Have cannons been invented? Uh. No. Mm. Ships. Have if, explosives been made? Ships probably do have things for, uh, shooting rope, I imagine. Or at least yeah. launching rope. Mm -hmm. It is equipped for naval combat. Um, yeah, there's no cannons. Yeah, crossbow um, that you can tie a rope to. Fuck, man. Uh... <laughs> Very interesting question for Graham. I love being able to answer this. No. No. <laughs> he, he looks to you and says, uh, yes, I've been on Lake Karin before. My, uh, my father took me once. And I've been on other boats around Kirkaster. In the summertime, when the, when the water is not frozen over. That's lovely. I think this is my second time he, ever uh, being on one. I I'm think just going to gonna warn you, you should not buddy up with Graham anymore because he's... <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find another PC <laughs> to attach yep, to. Yep, we'll do. We'll do. I think Tariq is pretty visibly just like anxious in the way that he tends to be. Like, I think that there's a point where he's like, here's the below deck, and Tariq doesn't enter for a second because he's just staring like, that's where all the water is. I'm going to die. <laughs> like, Wait, have you been on a boat before, Tariq? No. Oh, that's going to be an adventure then. Jorn looks at you. Mom. Yeah, roll psychology minus two. He's gonna throw me off the boat, see if I can swim. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was just you know, like at the, the You know like the uh the things they do with babies to teach him to like swim? Where they just like throw him in a pool. Passed by one. <laughs> um, you see fear in Shorn's eyes when he hears Tariq say that. Um just for a second. He's like Rest assured, um, I've spent many time on the boat and I can keep my friends under control. In the event of any emergency, of course. Uh, good to hear. Um, he, he actually, he, he looks and he goes, uh, uh, you said you, uh, you're from the East, correct? I, uh, yeah, I was in the Asterian Navy. Oh. Interesting. Uh, how long did you serve? Uh, I'm gonna quickly check. <laughs> I just want to check real quick. <laughs> I forgot we had a third roommate. <laughs> you're oh, that's right. You're in a triple. No, he's not. But I heard the door open, and I was wondering if it was going to be him. Yeah, I, I um, I have uh, six years. Of I'll just have two fact checkers behind me at all times when we're playing. I, like, have, oh, uh... I can't remember what this thing is called. <laughs> hey, Emery, why? Do you know what the thing on the front of the boat is called? <laughs> I have uh, six years of service. Sorry, what'd you say? Six years of service. Oh, uh, what did you, um, what was your role? Um, I was a staff medic, uh, under a, uh, uh, under a lieutenant. Do you know, uh, how to sail, though? Um, I've never been behind the wheel, but I, uh, I've spent time, uh, as a deckhand. That could prove uh, valuable, but uh, 
rest assured my men have, have it uh, taken care of. But if you ever want to help out, it will be uh, a bit of a voyage, and um, you may find yourself uh, wanted for excitement. But uh, if we're lucky, you will find yourself bored on here. And he's kind of talking to all of you guys now. Do these guys have naval jackets? Um, no. Yeah, they all have like pins, like signifying that they're part of the navy. Um, wearing like like that of like navy like um, uh, form and stuff. Outfit. That um originated from the Asterian Empire. Kind of had that sort of uniform. It's been modified, and back then it's way different from how it is now. But um, uh, yeah, that's like a specifically esther thing for like the, the navy to have like those naval coats and stuff everywhere else they're just dressed like regular soldiers um oh sisters i'm back from war <laughs> hello sailor <laughs> please tell me something the... I, I, yes I've, I've seen that skip before thank, thank god otherwise <laughs> it'd be really weird um Anyways, he, he, he leads you through the deck and you see all sorts of crates and supplies and stuff. And he tells you, like, we've got enough food to supply us for uh, more than the, the length of the journey. Um, and he shows you, like, the weaponry. We've got um, you know, guns, uh, crossbows available, <laughs> and bows, and, and yeah, there's an AK over there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm not very well versed in, like, medieval, like, yeah, like medieval naval combat. Like what existed like right before. Uh, you want to know why CK3 doesn't have naval combat? It's because it's, <laughs> there's not much there. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's more, I think it's more just like boarding each other and like it's, crashing. It's archers. And stuff. It's archers and, and boarding. Yeah, archers and stuff. Like, uh, like flaming arrows to the mast. Like that's a good way of like mm -hmm. stopping a ship dead in its tracks. Oh yeah, he, he tells you we have like we've got tar available and stuff. We are fully equipped for uh, any dangers like um, uh, that come our way. Um, and he, uh, as you're like walking through the deck, all of the men are lined up on either side, and like uh, they're all like bowing to all of you as he leads. He leads the four of you through, um, like the like the column that they formed, and then he leads you up onto the upper deck, and you walk up and you just again smell that. Um, uh, uh, the scent of the Donnamark and hear the water rushing calmly below you, below you and see it's the black, like the deep the deep, deep blue. It's so blue that it's um, almost black water um, uh, uh, flowing beneath you and the ship is lightly rocking from side to side and you see the two masts um, rising high above you. Specifically, Tariq's just looking around in wonder. Like, oh, no, no, it's not wonder. It's not wonder. <laughs> It's fear. He sees that, he that black water and he's like, I'm going to die. <laughs> That's true. Tariq's not looking at the post. Tariq's looking over and then like running back from the railing. Yeah, um, he's like as in the middle of the boat as you can be. Yeah, I want to look see the, the railing. Um, just looking down the water. The, uh... Is it called a steering wheel? I just imagine, yeah. The wheel? Um, yeah. Just calling it a steering wheel just sounds so weird because it's, it's like it's the wheel just the wheel yeah you see the, the wheel, wheel um up on top of like the two stairs leading up to it and then underneath the wheel he leads you into your cabin um and you see four 
um, beds fit in here. It's pretty crowded. And then there's a, a desk in the middle still. Um, and you Pierre is going to be so loud and... at night scribbling while we're all trying to fall asleep. On your on your end tables are like uh, little individual. Don't worry, lanterns. guys. I'll take the helm at one point. You're such a scholar. Little, in little individual lanterns um, uh, that you can all use at night. Um, and he he shows you. Um, here you spy. There's a collection of books here. There's like a little uh, a little shelf full of um, all sorts of different tomes and whatnot. Um, Nightly activities. And you also see a map of um, specifically, like, like zoomed in on the Donnemark um, here. There's, like, all sorts of maps. There's a map pinned on the wall of, um, like, a, a grander view of the Donnemark, uh, like, 50 miles west and east of the shoreline of the Donnemark, um, from its top to its bottom. And then also one zoomed in, like, specifically on the area that you're in, um, like, from, basically, from... Penright to like a few like 200 miles west of Poi. Um, uh, super zoomed in and you see like all sorts of different town names and whatnot you've never seen before and different roads and, and whatnot and you've never seen the Donnemark like in such detail on all these maps uh, as you have on all these maps. Uh, except for maybe Pierre but Asterian Naval the Hysterian Navy is not as nearly as involved in the Donnemark as the other navies are. Um, but bum Then who the fuck were they fighting? <laughs> oh well, they could. It was the ocean. They could sail all the way to the west. Uh, to uh, what is it called? Um, Gale. Yeah, they could sail all the way to fucking Gale and just bombard that shit. Ah <laughs> uh, ah. Uh, okay. Blow up the blockade. Literally just, like, stop any supplies going to Gale if they wanted to. <laughs> okay, I see, I see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's the Twyla. And, uh, you see, now that, like, he he's, he takes you out of, out of the, um, uh, the deck, or, like, or out of the, um, your quarters, uh, he takes you out into the upper deck, and all the men are out here, and he stands out in front of them and booms out his, uh, um, uh, booming off the word of Captain big boy Floyd. voice yeah exactly <laughs> um stage voice uh, like ringing out like echoing all over throughout the entire port he's yelling to all of them um like men uh this is the prophecy you all uh, need to be prepared to uh protect them with your lives be prepared to die for them if need be um and and you guys are all just sitting there like dude we're not even sure for the prophecy anymore. He's gonna develop a uh, fucking megalovania from this fucking megalo. Um, and he uh he he looks at them and goes, "All right, men, this is the most. This is going to be the most important uh of your lives. You are, you will be responsible for transporting the prophecy." To where they need uh, 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 down to Penright, um, so they can continue on their journey to awaken the God Emperor. This will be a story that you can tell your children and your grandchildren, and your grandchildren will tell their grandchildren about how you. Uh, and he points to, like a specific one of them, like how you, Johnny, sailed, how Grandpappy Johnny sailed the prophecy to Penright. Um, and he looks at all of them and goes, do you want your kids and grandchildren to remember you as the man, as the coward who let them die? 
or do you want them to remember you as the man who brought, uh, who fought bravely to protect them? Um, and they're all sitting there die or looking, die for them. They're all looking um, uh, uh, like like proud and stoic and and uh, excited. Uh, some of them seem sort of nervous and pale. Um, and like sweating. <laughs> and uh, um, and after that, he just stands there for those, like five seconds of just like you hear the wind rustling through um, through the sails, and he uh, he calls out. He he walks up to the wheel and says, "Raise anchor, leaving port, uh, setting sail for Hoy." Or uh, for. <laughs> 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 just across Captain, the river. Are you sure about that? Then <laughs> <laughs> you sail for Penrite. From Poi to Penrite. Are we still playing right, to stop at Yukaratar? The fuck is Emery playing? It's on the way, so. You kind mm. of, you will pass it. We'll see the giant tower. Um. What if it's not there anymore? Can, can I ask to do something <laughs> while, we, while we're traveling? But like, what if that's a great place to meditate? So, like. Sorry, I totally interrupted. Uh, you can you, you can absolutely ask the guy. Uh, I want uh, yeah. I want to ask to see if there's anyone who's a combat trainer, um, on board. All right, so yeah, you walk to shore. What do you say? Uh, or are you, are you gonna like call out to all the men or something? I will ask the captain. Um, what was what was his name? Shorn. Mm-hmm. Captain Shorn, yeah. Captain Shorn. Um, you said that you're all Shit. trained on and armed. Uh, do you have any, uh, anyone on deck or on board, uh, who is a proficient bladesmaster, by chance? Um, he, he stands and looks at you and thinks for, like, a second or two, and then immediately, uh, um, um, responds with, Horbund is the finest warrior on uh, on the ship. I would uh, I would like to uh, spar with Horbund. Uh, um, we'll say you guys have set sail now. So yeah, the the boat boat slowly uh, cranes out of the port and turns uh turns to the south, turns left to the south, and um, just starts slowly cruising down the Donnemark, and you look on either side, there's room for, like, three more ships to be, uh, like, like four ships can, uh, of these ships can, or way more than four, what the hell am I saying? Just, just basically it's big. <laughs> big river. <laughs> um, and, uh, yes, Sean looks at you, Pierre, and goes, um, I'm not sure if I'd advise that. He, he practices with his blade for hours every day. Um, every night we can still find him. Um, he wakes up or every morning before the sun is even risen. We can find him up on deck practicing with his blade. So uh, you would surely lose. But um, go ahead. Just uh, don't get cut. And and he also he stops for a second, looks at you, and says, "You said you were a medic, right?" Yeah, it is my trade. Very useful. He smiles and says, "A doctor is one of the most important men on deck, maybe even more important than the captain." <laughs> 
and he winks at you, and then uh, he he uh, He's he gay. tells you that um, oh, fuck, I forget his name. Shorn, Hormund or something. Horbin. Horbin, yeah. Johnny. Um, just put some Harold, Henry. And he's got like uh, he he describes it to you with like long. He says he has long black uh uh unwashed hair, um, and uh, a thick black beard, like a bushy black beard that um like goes down to his chest. Um, and uh, he never wears a shirt, so you can identify him from that. And he says that uh, he does not wear a shirt, but he still wears his pin. And then he laughs and walks away. <laughs> what a badass! Truly, I would like every to... morning just. <laughs> I would like to go find him. Um, so you're looking around, and you look below deck. It's actually just an him... insulin monitor. You see him uh, sitting. Um, he's sitting with some of the other men, uh, 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 and he's uh, telling. A, uh, he's listening to one of them tell a tale, and he like lets out this body like like large laugh. Um, and you uh, you approach, and you see, uh, as expected, he is. Um, Completely shirtless and very muscular, very uh, uh, well-built man. Um, though he's got some fat on him, he's just a large man. Um, and on in his left peck is stabbed the pin, the metal pin that all the rest of the men are, are wearing. Um, and you can see like the skin has like grown over where it like where it was stabbed in. Oh wow! Had that happen with an earring once? Orban, is it? I, I reach out. My <laughs> the awkward silence after that. Uh, I reach out my hand. He turns over and stands up. Uh, uh, yes. And he he shakes your hand, and he's got a firm grip. He's he is bound stronger than you. It is a pleasure to meet you. I've been told by the captain that you are the most trained. Sorry, you are the most proficient blade master on aboard this boat. Um, I'm a member of the Prophecy, and I, I wish to, uh, train with you and become more proficient at my blade use. He, he gets here for a second and smiles and says, are you sure you wouldn't, uh, you know what? Absolutely. And he, uh, he walks, you, you see he, he, um, leans down, like, below the, ch uh, the chair that he was sitting on is this huge, um, yeah, this huge like bastard sword, and he 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 uh, picks it up and he holds it in both hands, and he 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 you see he like lays it on his uh, bare shoulder, um, and he looks down at you and says, "All right, uh, follow me up to the upper deck." So you you follow uh, fucking Horbin Hormond Horbin. I was Hor Horbin up to the uh, the upper deck, and the um. Yeah, they got any whores on this boat? Mm -hmm. By the way, my intention for this deck is to increase my my dagger stat. Oh, like I I that's what sparring means is to like train. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know you meant dagger. Hmm. I didn't know you meant dagger. I mean, I I mean, I don't have any other weapon stats. I only have one. I'm not okay, gonna so add another one. With his with his sword, and uh, 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 stands um, uh, opposite of you on the deck. 
Wait, so, okay, before we continue with this, is this going uh, to actually train me, or am I just going to, like, die? <laughs> it's, not, it's not a fight to death. I mean, communicate with him. Okay, like, uh, I'm just confused, because, like, I, I'm trying to... I'm trying to treat this like it's a tr it's it's uh it's a teacher. I'm trying to use the uh the teacher thing. Um to increase okay. the stat. Yes, it will it will uh uh game wise it will work like that, yes. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm just gonna um, though well you you should let him know that you're looking for like like instruction. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell him. All he knows is you want to duel. I well, actually, I just said if I want, I want to train with him. That's all I said. I didn't even tell him that I was gonna spar him. I told the captain that. I didn't tell him that. I said I want to train with you, and he said yes. And he took out a, a sword and walked me up the deck. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so yeah, he 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 stands with his with his sword on his shoulder opposite you and says, "Um, he looks at you and goes, where's your blade?'" Uh, he reveals a silver-edged, uh, long knife. God. He kind of looks at it, and you see, like, um, you see him laugh at it. Like, that, that is your weapon? Um, uh, he, and you see, he turns to one of the, uh, of the men behind him, and, like, uh, uh, uh slaps him on the back. Uh, uh, lightly, he, like, taps him on the back. The man turns, like, what, what, the man, like, <laughs> literally grammar you have to roll strength, not the fucking oh and remember when you made that uh, character todd where i had to make you roll strength anytime you wanted to handshake someone okay. yeah i shook someone's <laughs> hand i would just crush them um he uh uh, uh the man turns around and and uh horbin looks at him he's like uh let me see your sword and he goes what no it's my sword just and he looks over uh uh to you or uh, to, to you pierre and back to the man he's like he needs it, and the man's like, he like rolls his eyes, like, and he unsheathes his sword and hands it, uh, hands it to uh, Horbin, and Horbin takes it with his left hand and he throws it over to you. Um, roll Dex plus two to catch it, if you want to catch it. Uh, I'm gonna decline to catch it. Okay, you um, you take like fall down in front of you and clang on the deck. I want training in close combat, close one to one. I want to. I want to throw Horbin. I'm gonna kick back the the blade to the guy, and then I want to throw uh, Corbin one of my large knives. I have five backups. <laughs> he catches it. Uh, um, he uh. He, he just grabs the blade. Down. He, he, <laughs> 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 he lets his uh, sword down with his left hand and, and reaches out and catches it with his right hand and looks at it. Uh, he looks up and he goes, I've not fought with uh, with uh, with knives, really, but uh, um, you see he drops he drops his sword. Um, and he looks at you and says, this could be fun. And you see he, he just like starts preparing like a, a battle stance. Pierre gets in his usual knife battle stance. Anime music slowly rises in the background. 
<laughs> Neil. Uh, um, and he he uh he looks at you and he he's got uh this smile on his face and you see like his eyes are really focusing in now like his pupils are dilating and he looks at you as the first blood. First blood. Um. This is interesting because uh, he also sucks. Like, and I, then so. and then in, uh, like, then I'll also say and no thrusting inward. We don't want to cause any artery. Uh, artery damage. Yeah, he nods at you. Um, yeah, this is where Pierre dies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sparring. Train daggers? Yeah, I'm training daggers. Remember, the reason why, I, like, it, Pierre kind of feels responsible for not saving uh, Niki on time because he missed that throat sw uh, swipe. Uh, like, he was actually kind of close. He missed the throat sight. So, I, I feel like this is a fun reason to lower increase that stat. You know how many hours it's going to take, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. How I, many hours? I got to take advantage of that 10% learning skill I have from general philosophy. I'm never going to use it. <laughs> if you... You could like you could do swords. It'd be so much faster. I mean, I um, I mean, do you think with, it would matter? With dagger, it's four hundred. Well, it's four hundred hours, and then if um if he passes his teaching skill, which I don't um if he passes his teaching skill, you get a twenty percent, and then um, plus my ten percent. Yeah, that's included. Okay. Um, it would take. 320 hours we got time assuming assuming yeah <laughs> he, uh, he's um passes his teaching it's either that or i start a whole new skill who i feel like is not as efficient um that would take you assuming best possible scenario take you 40 hours but i know but i would be at 11. Um. Yeah. I don't think. It's... Remember, you can also put points into it. I could, but hmm. let me look at a sword stack because I don't think it's all that much powerful than a, a dagger. And I mean, the swing's better, but I never swing anyways. <laughs> oh, three hundred twenty hours. That's not too bad because also I can train after we we uh like. Let's say it might take about two weeks in game. Two weeks of training, yeah, that's not that's not too far fetched. Best case scenario. Best case scenario plus I can also train after two weeks anyway. Um yeah, fuck it. Here we go. Uh I'm I'm good. Okay, um to simplify this, both of you will roll your dagger skill. Cool. Uh I will roll just dagger skill and then we compare this okay. Yeah, there'll just be a contest of daggers. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what his skill would be. Uh, by the way, Daggers has no default. <laughs> uh, I mean, the other way around. Uh, Daggers isn't default to anything, but I think you're trying to find... No, I'm not looking for a default. I I'm, I'm saying, like... Um... Oof, nice. I got a success of seven. <laughs> um... That's why I couldn't find it. I had character creation. What is my stuff. rolls today? Fucking seven, six, nine, uh, nine, eight. Having a good time. 
had a success of three. So you guys are are dueling, and um, you get to a point that you, you put him on uh like on his uh, uh his uh you actually you cut open on his on his like left peck where his uh, metal is pinned in and the metal fall, falls out of his skin as like your your dagger like slices over it and the metal clings to the floor he looks at it and goes no god damn it um and you see he's very uh he's um just like enraged like you both you're, you're both breathing heavy and sweating you you, you duel for like um you maybe like 10 15 seconds of like struggling back and forth with your knives and stuff and like lunging and retreating backwards and 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 whatnot um, and you eventually land the first blow on him. Um, I also didn't realize how good you are at daggers. Um, <laughs> and uh, he he looks at you, and uh, you see, like, as you were dueling, like, some of the men formed a bit of, like, an audience around you, and the, uh, Captain Shorn was also uh, watching down from up, the, from up on the wheel. And um, they all, like, clap and hoot, and like, Whoa! and you see, like, some of them were making bets, and some of them were like, no, no way, Horpin lost, and, and like, uh shamingly like like um having to like uh give their money up um like tossing some bronze pieces to, to some of their buddies and whatnot you see a guy even toss like a silver piece to some guy who's just like laughing like <laughs> told you he's not good with small blades um and uh felt like an assassin's creed scene <laughs> and um you see uh Horbin reaches down and grabs uh the metal with his left hand and you see he like sinks it into his right peck and like uh um uh he, he sinks it into the skin um and this like red streak of blood flows down uh his torso it instantly gets infected uh pierre, it's, pierre yeah Horbin's gonna die Pierre pockets the knife and reaches out his hand like a gesture of good sportsmanship he uh he hesitates for a second and then shakes her hand. He says, "It's been a while since I've lost, but uh, face me with swords and it'll be a different story." And he and when he says that, he kind of pulls you in a little bit with his uh, with his um. He's got like that Trump handshake. We like mm-hmm. not quite Trump, <laughs> just rip your arm off, but he like pulls you in a little bit as like a uh, move intimidation. It has like a very firm shake, like his uh thick giant hands. Um. And so you guys like continue like uh just like practicing and sparring and whatnot and you know you, you stop like cutting each other and just yielding instead and just going back and forth for a little bit. <laughs> Junia and Tariq. I think Tariq is just like getting used to the ship. He's probably looking up at like the bird's mm-hmm. nest and just like staring at it. He's probably trying to get like the nerves to get closer to the edge and just look over. I You're think he's so just right. saying accurate. I think I think he's just getting acclimated to the ship and unless if anyone bothers him, he's just gonna kinda stick to his own and just like very anxiously try and like get adjusted without like falling in. I don't think he's All gone below deck yet. I don't think he's gone below deck yet. I don't think he likes the idea of like being down where all the water is. So he's just staying above deck the whole time. Good thing that you're giving the captain's quarters. Mm-hmm. Um all of the men seem to kind of uh, uh, like they all seem wary of you. Hmm. Okay. Um, Noted. Junior. In a like negative way, or just Shit. like a in, in like a way of like you don't know your way around a ship, and that makes you a liability, or like a you're a Westerling way. 
Oh. Not really the Westerling. It's not like uh it's nothing like major. It's more it's like, like I'm like a liability a... on the ship because I don't know what I'm doing. Um It's more that they look at you and they see two eyes peering out of the wooden mask and they go, What the oh they're just I mean normally you wouldn't really see it because it's just like shadowed, but yeah. They see they okay, well they see they see a person walking around who's completely covered from head to toe and I can't see under their <laughs> skin. And they're just like Ooh. Is that and they're just like taking you like this with like curiosity and wary. It's more like an animal like curiously like staying at a safe distance from something that's honestly like, unusual. If I can notice that that's the aspect, I'd probably lower the mask at, at, at them and then just put it back on. Um like, Yeah, uh, they and they still seem um like yeah, like wary or like cautious. Like they're they're not like walking away from you or like sneering at you or anything. It's just sort of like a, you know that um that meme of the fucking stuffed animal like giving you the side eye and then looking back. It's like that. It's like a, yeah, bombastic side eye. Um, side eye. <laughs> Junior, Pierre is uh dueling some guy over and over again, sparring with some guy with their daggers, their knives. Oh, so. I want to ask, how how easy is it for would it be for me to climb up to the bird nest? You have both your arms now, right? Yes, yes, I do. Remarkably easy. You have a climbing ladder. skill. I also also a, a ladder. No way! It, they don't have a ladder. They have uh, ropes. Shut the fuck it'd be up. A rope. Yeah, it'd be a rope. They have a ladder up. It's a ladder rope. No, it's a rope. Yeah, it could be a ladder, ladder rope. rope. That's true. Yeah, it could be a ladder a rope. Right. Ladder. Sorry. All right. Mm -hmm. All right, I want to climb up the bird's nest. Okay, you climb up to the bird's look nest. Look at the you're... view from up there. There's nobody up there right now, so you just you just sit up and you're just admiring the view, and you can see. Jesus, I got my fucking two things stuck together. Um, my pen and my pencil. May I meditate while up there? <laughs> Are you meditating on any particular issue, or just to relax? Mostly to relax after everything that's happened. I actually got these fucking. Like, I like how you guys are like trying to relax and shit, and appears still just embroiled rage. Fucking now he's <laughs> sparring. Tariq's just trying to distract from everything. Tariq is not trying to even think about what happened because uh, Junior still has not crossed it at The problem. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Tariq just has the existential dread of like being a total failure on his face every time you see. <laughs> Because keep in mind, Gia was passed out the entirety when all that happened. She still hasn't fully processed it. That was still the it's... funniest GURPS ruling I've ever had to sit and, and witness. I just going like, you know what? You're asleep. <laughs> God. Alright. Um, roll meditation plus one. Let's see if I get it. No. Failure. Unfortunately. I so you're sitting up there, and you're trying to just enter this meditative, relaxed state. And like half an hour passes, and you're just sitting there in in lotus position, how you were taught by your mentor. And you, all you can hear is the sound of knives cleaning against each other, and steel on steel, swiping, and men calling out and talking and laughing. And you're trying to focus on like the sound of like the the calm water and uh, birds flying over, and 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 uh, 
um and the nature and all you hear is like the man-made sounds below you of the boat like um you're trying to focus on like the, the boat creaking and those kinds of sounds and it's you just hear like ching ching and just like like um uh like muffled voices in the distance and whatnot and you just you can't enter that state of relaxation that you're looking for no fortunate tis indeed all right okay so utah car is pull some trig out for this one bro <laughs> um get why get why an emery well actually get emery <laughs> yeah get emery this literally looks like a Fucking cosine function. The way the river flows from Poi to Utah Car. Sadly, Emery's not here. Um, it's actually a function. <laughs> <laughs> How many miles would it be? <laughs> Dude, just make an estimate. I, oh, yeah, I'm trying to do that in my head. I'm open to suggestions. Um, Let me pull up the map. The whole thing is 150 in width and length, all the squares. I suck with distance. And you're studying from there. I'm going to there. Call it like 100 miles. How fast does a boat usually travel? Oh, question. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I should have figured this out beforehand. Oh shit! What was the ruling for the wagon? Because it's probably gonna be a little faster than the wagon. Uh, how fast do medieval boats travel? I don't think it's. I might. It might also be in slower. In ideal than the wagon, weather but it... conditions. Oh yeah, I also completely forgot to mention. Uh, this thing has oars. On a good ship condition, so there's no mast. Or there is mast and oars. Mast and oars. Oh yeah, dude. And the wind is uh um. Uh, with you right now. So, uh, you, uh, with... On a medieval boat, on a good ship in good conditions, it's 5 miles per hour in an intended direction. So, 120 miles a day, because the boats don't stop. I guess it also is measured in it knots. So, top speed for a caravel was about 8 knots. The average was four knots, for 90 to 100 miles in a day. This is from 1492. It's like 100 miles a day, and if we're traveling, I forgot to pull up the map, and each tile is 150. I mean, that's like two-thirds of a square a day. Just send a picture to Emery with the context and just say, figure this out. You have five minutes. <laughs> Tell him to fight for his major credits. Some single-masted medieval sailing. And a... Pentagonther is a Greek war galley with a sail and a single bank of oars, favored by Rangers hey Jack. and pirates. Mm -hmm. I think that what we're looking at is one day's travel to Yukartar, and then three or four days travel to Penrite, probably four days. Asher, where did you find the thing you were looking for? Okay. Well, I can send it to you. 
faster to learn travel. Yes. It will be it will be faster. Um It's it's actually here, it's let me it's a website and then I, I can send you what forum I thought on. Uh here. And then this is the forum that I read that I agreed with. Oh shit, Discord notification is turned off. I'm so not used to that. A typical laden merchantman or similar found 50 miles a day gives something reasonable for long-term travel, or 70 miles in this case. For a faster ship, 80 to 100 miles a day. Anything between 50 and 100 miles a day is reasonable enough. You might go 120 uh, uh, for a good ship in good conditions, which is an average of 5 miles per hour. Okay, so, and you can go 24 hours a day, and we're on a faster ship, so I would I would say probably one day to poi, and then four or five days to pen, right? Would be my best estimate. There's a form from 2009. <laughs> uh, Jack, will we do anything else in a bit? Like, important. We're about to get to Utah our car. Oh, okay. Let's go! I'm just figuring out. I'm going to say it's going to take a day. Gonna, okay. Hmm. What if you just died? I call session after you tar car. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll just say at noon. And by the way, you don't have to worry about food. They are supplying food and water and everything. Hell yeah. And also, you're on the bottom mark, which is drinkable water. So. Though you're probably going to want to get a little a bit away from poi before you start drinking the water. We're going to shit your brains mm. out. Like I just did because I ate at the Grundle. <laughs> I can't actually um, drink water back home right now because it's, uh... <laughs> oh, the comedic timing of that was perfect. That was great. God. <laughs> because it's... Gurp. <laughs> Gurp. Did you just... Why is he muted? Ivan? Junior? Ivan? 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 Let's go take Ivan? care of pets for like a couple minutes. I'll be right back. Well, I guess that gives me a couple minutes to continue researching how fast boats move. <laughs> if we're going... Okay, but seriously, if we, we had going by so Asher's... much time to do the math for this... Guys, if we're going by Asher's thing, looking at the estimate of it's 150 squares uh, 150 miles per square i think it's going to be i'm going to do a day for utah car but for the future and then it would be i think it'd be three i think blah, 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 i think it'd be four or five days for pen right at that point assuming normal conditions um but obviously there's going to be stuff along the way such as the dam it sounds like or other occurrences or ben so <laughs> ben 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 Ben. 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 Dude. Yeah. Ben. What? Yes. Yes. No. No. <laughs> By the way, when I've been said a couple minutes, I have a strong suspicion he's gonna be gone for like twenty. He'll be back at nine thirty. Um He's gonna He would have eaten by then. He's gonna get done with his fucking thing. Um and then he's gonna be like uh, sorry guys, I also want to feed my brother, so then he's going to disappear until 9.30.
I mean, like, if we can't get to stuff today, we can always try for tomorrow. It's not ideal, but I know that if people are open and we don't get to everything, we haven't played in long enough, that it could be that. Fat horseshoe. What the fuck is this? Baldur's Gate? This is Baldur's Gate. I wanted to load it up so I could show you. Do you know what character Matt Mercer voices? I know. I don't. By I don't know any of okay. the. I don't know any of the VAs. That's. I mean, I'm sure oh, if I wandered around long enough, you could easily figure it out. <laughs> I haven't killed any of my party members yet. At least on this save, I'm playing. On the other save, I've murdered so many people. Okay. One of okay, my okay, one okay, of my okay, party okay, members okay, was okay. a vampire, and my first instinct was to grab a stake and fucking throw it through his heart. So I'm thinking for average cruising speed, um, three miles per hour. The graphics don't look shitty. Uh, it's because it's been in development for like eight years, dude. <laughs> this is basically Fallout 2 with good graphics, and it's also not Fallout 2, but it looks like it. And it functions exactly like Fallout 2. Except the fact that you're using D and D spells instead of a gunshot. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'd, be, I'd be curious to see how I'm much not... the spells actually correlate Fuck, that was to quick. their game counterparts. Uh, I can show you later. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't keep back. I'll, I'll keep this loaded. We up. could just get on call later if you wanted. If you're I'm open. down. I'm down. Do we make it to you, car, I... or car, Jack? So he has to roll to see if like we capsize. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Roll luck. Sure. Yeah. The the hand of God just reaches down and tips us over. God? Is that you? Oh no! God. 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 I have a paper dude. In the baninging. In in the in the oh. baninging. Oh shit, it's me. In the baninging. I have a uh, I have my cat on me, so I'm gonna be muting. Just so he doesn't blast you guys with his I remember I remember that session. <laughs> Meow! <laughs> Have you guys just been staring at this heavenly light behind me the yeah. whole time? <laughs> Your lighting sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's just like the, the, the fucking the sun. Abyss. <laughs> All right, the abyss. Let's go. Let's just go. Let's out. go. No, actually, if I walk through there, I fall through your ceiling. Let's go. <laughs> They're connected. Yeah. It's a portal. <laughs> okay, um... Wait, if you, you can kind of see my bloody music. hands on the window. Halloween so believe it or not, I have music specifically for Utah Car. Holy shit, we're actually making it to Utah Car. This is like it's almost like this it's is fifty percent. This is exactly fifty percent. We did it, boys. This is the halfway point. It only took us twenty-eight sessions. This is the twenty-eighth session. We lost two people on the way here. <laughs> we actually lost. No, I'm still here. <laughs> right. We lost two players. We lost Twyla. But we gained one player, so we really only lost. No, not oh, yet. Not yet, dude. It's <laughs> we're literally three That's people playing. What we really lost was we lost two fucking music bots. Like that was. That's honestly. Hurting. I mean, at we least lost, like three of at them. Least, actually, at least me and Jack were actually able to come to a conclusion yeah, last night. Otherwise, Graham would also be dead magically. I'm gonna add this bot to the D and D server, but I'll, I'll like officially name it later if graham did die we could add emery to the game all right are you i think we'd add wyatt first fair <laughs> um are right, you guys ready 
I am. So you wake in the morning. Oh Is wait, my, I gotta do my I gotta do my nightmare roll. Where's my Where's my dice? Oh yes, yes, actually. Ah oh, shit, I shouldn't have said it. Except don't, don't, what don't. if I actually wait? wait. Tariq first. Roll Tariq and Junior. Okay, Tariq, roll HT. Junior, roll HT plus. Junior? One. Here, wait, what's my Air, HT? Roll oh, it's HT probably plus just four. Oh, for seasickness. That's what this is for. Failure of two. Okay. Success of four. Success of two. Junior, you get down from the uh, um, fucking crow's nest or whatever, nest. and um, start retching over the. Or hours later, you you start you know you slowly feeling more sick and sick, more sick and more and more and sick, and you're staying up on the upper deck trying and then avoid it, but you have to lean over the railing and you just retch and throw up your lunch into the into the river. Um, and you hear some of the like some of the men um uh laugh in the distance at seeing this. Um, uh, and one of them actually, one of them walks up. There's this young guy. He's probably like 15. And you see, he walks up and he's got a rag. He's like, "Sorry, Missus, you haven't been on a, a boat very often, I presume." That's my second time ever. First time this has been in though. He he hands you a, a little rag to like cling off your mouth. Thanks, you hun. What's your name? Oh fuck, I Gregory. Oh no, Junie is gonna sleep with this guy. No, she's no, she will not. <laughs> that is called pedophilia. Well, guess no, it's not because there's no age of consent in it. I'm going to fucking every age. you, Jack. <laughs> Can't wait to cut this part out. Okay, yep. Uh huh. Yeah, demonetize. Um... I say is, if you're me. Ivan, you know Japan's uh, age of consent by 14. Heart, right? Yeah, it used to be 12. We got up to tw uh, 14. <laughs> there you go. This guy is You got a soft you, nerve. You want to know, you wanna know <laughs> how I know it? Uh, Twitter Twitter exploded the day they put yeah. it up because of the fucking yeah. amount of pedophiles. Guys, the, the, dude, the, the Japan laws got nerfed. <laughs> what? Uh, Partner. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing we changed Tariq's original age to be a little older. Uh, what the fuck? Um, oh, the sun's setting in real life. How pretty. This day flew by. It's almost like weekends do that when you wake up at 10. Um, all right, thank you, thank you very much. Now, fuck off, kiddo. Simple ass, there you go. Oh, right, we're still talking with the kid. Oh, yeah, he has his name. He says, Um, uh, my name is, um, it's coming to me, it's coming to me. My muse is active. Uh, Kel. Oh shit, that's the Amori character. <laughs> Thank you, Cal. Use the full name, use Kelsey. Jacobin. No, it's Kel. K E L L. Jacobin. Jacobin. Thank you, Cal. Uh, that's very yeah, sweet of you. You're welcome, miss. And he, uh, do you are in the rag bag? 
No, I will not give it okay, to Ragback. Okay, his back. name's Bennett, okay. not Kel. Considering it's, like, failed it's with... Fuck. Bennett, not Kel! You're not the DM. It's like, it is, like, fully just fucking... What's the word? Barf. So, no, I will not give him the, the Ragback. I'll explain it myself. Oh, he doesn't get to go down... That's his ration for the day, dude. He's gonna he gets to slurp it out gonna, of the rag. He's gonna, he's, well, no, I can give him back to him. Junior's gonna swallow the rag. I can give it back. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. Do, do you want the rag back? Uh, no, that's that, that's that's. He's uh, fucking dripping. You, he he's actually he, he see it. He he he's, he like slowly reaches out. He <sighs> looks he looks a bit disgusted looking at it. He's just like. Uh, I of course, have bleeded myself, you know. Do you give it back? No, he's... He just throws him in the river. <laughs> yeah, you give it to him and he throws it you, in the okay. river. You add... Why does it say Susie's playing Hollow Knight? Uh, you... <laughs> like, oh, it's because I never closed down my computer because if I close it, I don't have the Wi-Fi, so it's currently offline. Asked, and it's just constantly open. You asked... Uh, if he wants it back, and he said, "No, nah, uh, of course, missed." And he held out his—he like no. cautiously held out his hand. Yeah. I'm gonna get out of Hollow Knight. It's fine. It's—I'll—I'll uh, I'll give it back to you after I clean it. There you go. Uh, thank you, thank you, Miss. And he um, he just like briskly walks away. Boy. Uh, you guys go to bed. First night on the ship. Yeah. You guys want to? You guys want to say anything to each other? How was your guys' day? Iring. Oh yeah. Yeah, you get um. Oh, let's see if he can pass a teaching. I'll give him a bit of a. Oh shit. That's ten percent bonus. Um, so you get, and you got another ten. You have another ten percent bonus. Yeah, from, from, from general philosophy. So the way we'll do this is, you get four point eight out of four hundred hours. Got it. We're making progress, boys. You only need a hundred more days. <laughs> yeah, that's four hours of sparring with daggers together <laughs> over the course yep. of the day. Uh, Pierre, if you but you're becoming were... fast friends with him. He, um, you see, he tells you actually. Yeah, Pierre, you and him exchange tales of uh, like um, uh, naval. I'm gonna write this down in party notes. Um. Yeah, exchange tales of your times in, in the Navy and stuff, and he tells you a time when he was attacked by bandits from the Western Wood, and he says, like, there's a time that he, he fought four of them off at a time, um, and you're like, no way. He's like, ask Captain Jorn, he'll tell you I killed four of them at once. I'll tell him about the time that I fleed a pirate ship by myself, and I stole their... Uh... Whatever they're, what is it called when you have a like a secondary boat on your ship? I don't know what it is, but uh, it's a um shit. It's fuck. It's I know this. In my I I used canoe. to know this. The canoe. <laughs> God damn. Like wait, it's, but yeah, that's not what it's called. It starts with a D. I Life think. Boat. 
Dick boat. Dick boat. I like dick boat. <laughs> I like dick boat a lot. Um, <laughs> um, can I just slowly fade yeah, into I'll the I'll tell about the time that I stole uh, the spare boat oh. on a ship and read yeah, that's it. the story. Says, aye, aye. Sometimes the best thing a man can do on the sea is uh, escape with his life. Well, I also stole all the money. <laughs> That's how I paid my way back right, to town. That is, that is the second best thing a man can do <laughs> on, uh, on, on, the, on, the high, on the high seas. Mm-hmm. First is uh, killing another man. There's nothing quite like it but uh, stealing a man's gold. That's even better than stealing his wife. Pierre <laughs> uh, chuckles at that. Pierre's uh, quite the ladies' man, actually. Pierre's okay. gonna turn into you a fucking. Pierre's gonna from from this experience aboard the ship. He's gonna turn into an alcoholic sailor. <laughs> uh, he's gonna like another little speech about being in the prophecy. Well, that's not nearly as fun as being on the boat with these guys. So I'll take it all back. <laughs> I missed my navy days. I didn't realize how much. Um. Tariq. So you find sleep in the court. Oh, right, you guys were talking to each other. I'm so much yeah, Pierre had asked how we how our days were. Yes. Uh I lonely. I I have spent most of it. <laughs> Take some time to get used to, but you'll get it. Uh, Thank you. So he just says the word lonely and then lies down in a hammock. <laughs> How about... Um... Oh no, you've got beds. Oh shit! How about... Mm-hmm. That's actually really like, bad for when you're on the water. They're pretty they slide small off. Beds, but... uh, How about... Um, I read. It's one got like a these... little guardrail. How, how about I read one of these books from the shelf out loud and you guys can have something to listen to. You know what? That sounds lovely. I, I, I can't really move too much right now. GM, what kind of books are there? Once upon a there, time, there were two there was a... brothers who were plumbers, and they were in a land of magical mushrooms. <laughs> um, the name is Lario and Luigi. It's it's Lorio and Lu- it's in Lorio and Murray, right? <sighs> no, Lario and Luigi. <laughs> no, it's just it's just Wario and Waluigi. I pick up a fiction book and I read it out loud. Continue. Okay, okay. so you pick up um this 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 tome. Um, it looks interesting to you. Uh, based on the title, it is called. The prophecy um, written by I'm also given him a Leo Wolf Norbert folktales if you really need something. The embers of the yeah. fallen. I forgot Graham's also here. Graham Graham's already asleep. Um, <laughs> I think that you, for this uh, whole thing, Tariq is turned, so it's like a like he's turned like towards the wall in the bed, but is listening, but just like not really present. You're looking for like a a, a lighthearted tale to uh, lighten the, lighten their spirits because both of them seem to be pretty down right now. Um, one emotionally, one physically, um, <laughs> and you see. You're both. Uh, uh there, there's a book called, um, 
its layer of monsters. And you're like, oh, this should be pretty good. And that's all it says on the cover, just a slayer of monsters. And you uh, you open up and you see on the on the first uh, page written this in this um like eloquent uh, handwriting, like uh, like cursive fancy writing, um, is Captain. It just says like Captain Shorn of the old name of the boat. I forget what his name was. Um, and fallen uh, star. You see, you you start reading it out loud. And it it tells the story of this young man who is um uh it's it's a pretty short book honestly it's like like it's pretty uh, uh thin um this young man uh growing up in a small village in uh the far north um like um it just uh it like it just says I grew up in a village uh, as far north as north goes um and it uh he uh sees um a band of adventurers um led by like a um a man called Eyepatch Sam who says he's been um he sailed as far south as south goes and as far east as east goes and he's been uh to the f- uh far west and spoken and, and and learned from the westerlings and now he's ready to go uh, into the northern peaks and see what is in the north, um, and the and the young boy in the story is like, oh, I want to come, I want to come, and and I patch Sam is like, no, yeah, you cannot, or one-eyed Sam is like, no, you can't, um, you know, it's it's far too dangerous, um, you're not old enough, and kid's like, um, you fucker, I want to go, um, <laughs> he's like, alas, you fucker, I, al- alas, I cannot, and so he, you fucker, um, the boy said, a, a dark scowl crossing his face. <laughs> uh he's he's like alas i cannot i'm too young and so he spends the rest of his life training and he trains his body and his mind and his will and his spirit and uh, uh he trains with every weapon and he grows up to be this huge man super like taller than any in his village stronger than any in his village more skilled and um he uh, always waited for the day that one-eyed sam would come back but alas he never did so um uh, he never visited the village again. Uh, so he took it upon himself, and he uh, rode to Creecaster and um, asked the, um, it says, like, um, the king in Creecaster, um, uh, King Dormand Norser, um, for some men to go and investigate the northern peaks and bring back treasures and glory for the king. And the king's like, yes. Uh, and he gives him some of his finest warriors, and uh the man um whose name is also sam but then you're kind of reading through it um he's like there's one-eyed sam and this is sam and what um sam is heading up into the northern peaks and it tells the story of him climbing um through uh, uh the mountains and through the snow and the stone and um, you know, his, several of his men freezing to death and being crushed by an avalanche and falling stone and snow and ice. Um, and like one of his, uh, and you're reading this and you're like, this is not as lighthearted as I was expecting it to be. <laughs> I was expecting like some legendary warrior to be slaying monsters, and now I'm hearing of men freezing to death in the Lynn North. <laughs> um, you know, this is truly what I wanted to hear right now. And, um, uh, but you're kind of invested now, Pierre. You're just like, oh, what is going to happen here? Um, and like, there's no author, it seems. And um, actually, yeah, you... 
It could be CCGM. The author's name does not exist. No, I was just making a joke because I have a prophecy book that was written by some guy with the initial CCGM. It just be, it would be funny. You know, since my last upload from yesterday, I gained 14 subscribers. <clears throat> hey, let's go. Roll IQ minus 2. IQ minus 2? Got it. Mm -hmm. Rolling for an 11. All three of you. Oh. Graham will as well. I passed by two. Okay, that's fine then. Uh, Pierre. I uh, failed by two. Anyone who passed notices that uh, Graham also failed by one. Um, notices that uh, the book is definitely old though because it's been translated into common and it's very clear that it's been translated and it this is not like the native tongue it was written in. Um, you can just kind of you can just tell. Especially, Pierre, you can tell because you've read other translated texts and you see the similarities and how, how it's written. And um, so he, uh, Sam is uh, uh, adventuring in the, uh, in the north of the mountains and uh, his, his men are dying until it's just him and a handful of his men is what it says. And he says he comes face to face with a beast so horrifying it cannot be described um, in words. And, uh, uh, you know, like words cannot do it justice. He said like it had, you know, heads beyond count and eyes beyond uh, uh, like what they could see and teeth sharper than any blade man could craft. Um, and... Uh, he says, uh, within a blink, it um, obliterated his men, and um, and he he tried uh, like no matter how hard he tried or how hard you know he was fast and stronger than all of his men and able to like evade its attacks, but um, yeah, he could not get close to it, no matter how hard he tried, until eventually he uh, he got his sword to reach it, and as he uh, uh, stabs his sword into its flesh, uh, it just um, the sword shatters uh, like ice falling uh, from a great distance, and um, he's left with just the hilt. And uh, the beast looms over him, and Sam flees through the mountains, and the beast uh, um, uh, follows him and chases him until he, uh, as he is leaving the mountains, it catches him, and he. Uh, like rips himself out of its uh, grasp, but, but not before it can take one of his eyes. And he crawls out of the mountains, um, and uh, he's fighting and fighting until it takes both of his legs. And he's crawling and crawling until it takes both of his arms. Um, and um, and all and he can just see with his last eye, uh, like as it looms over him. And he thinks to himself, "There is no slayer of monsters; they are beyond men." And then it just ends, and you're like, "What did I just read?" <laughs> Yeah. I was waiting for it to be a he actually turns into one-eyed Sam and it's a story of like him meeting himself. Yeah, but then no, he just fucking died. Yeah, closes the book going, well, I hope you all sleep well tonight. Uh... <laughs> uh, by the way, Wyatt walked in as I, I was yeah. He was He left the room and came back in just to hear that. Thank you, Pierre. They were looking uh, for a light-hearted book um, to lift their spirits and... Uh... 
they did not. They failed to find one. <laughs> Perhaps uh, we'll try our luck another night. <laughs> I, I, you know, I. Thank you for the attempt. Good night, that was everyone. An interesting tale. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. Well then. Tariq. Yeah. You struggle mightily to fall asleep tonight now. You, um, the, the boat is rocking. You're kind of being, uh, um, like shifted from side to side of the bed against the railing and the wall and oh. whatnot. Um, oh. Yeah, exactly. On my twin XL. You're trying to get comfy. You're trying to get comfy, and you just can't. And um, you just you keep thinking of like that monster in the mountains, and how mountains are where monsters lie. And like, what if a horror like that lies in the Western Wall as you got as you try to lead them through? Um, and uh, and you're thinking to yourself like, if that guy in the story wasn't strong enough, then there's no way that I I'll be strong enough. I mean, I couldn't even protect Niki. Um, et cetera, et cetera. And you just like it just like Yay. spiraling into this thing's like night of anxiety um and self-deprecation. Um until like um it's so late that you hear uh, a man on the upper deck. Um you hear him like uh grunting and you hear like the swing of like like um something whipping through the air as if he's swinging a sword. Um you look curious. Yeah, it's like me debating like do I do I skip sleep for this? That's a bad idea. But I want to know. I kind of want to get out of bed. Are you? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm curious yeah, I'll do it. I'm curious what it is and I also think that Tariq knows that if he falls asleep, he's just going to have bad nightmares. He doesn't want to deal with that tonight after everything. Tariq, you crawl out of bed and you walk out of of the captain's quarters and you're out on the deck and you close it in behind you. It's the dead of night. Do you take your lantern with you? Like, do you light your lantern or are you just going out into the darkness? Yeah, the moon well, is if, shining bright tonight, so. If it's shining bright, I'll just walk out. Of, yeah. It's almost a full moon, not quite. Um, you look out. Where you won't fuck me over twice. It's shining on onto the deck uh, as you walk out, shining brightly. Um, and you see a man standing on the deck um, holding uh, a sword. It looks like he's holding Niki's sword. And he's swinging it, and his back is turned to you, and he's swinging it rapidly as if he is fighting somebody. And you see, like, he's, like, retreating, like, taking a step back, and then Jumping forward and like thrusting it out, and you know, like do it, his it, clothes like, do his clothes look like that of the man in the dream from last session? They in fact do. I'm just getting to that. <laughs> <sighs> so I'm probably already dreaming, but I don't know this. Okay, okay. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you as you get close, um, you do see it. He has that same um, uh, like long black hair, and um, you see now his. You see he has like a a, a like a brown like 
not a very well kept uh like brown beard um uh, as you walk up um and you keep a safe distance and it seems like he's fighting something who are you and i imagine it like call it like kind of echoes across the deck in the water just kind of like yeah you just you, you hear you hear it echo out and then you, you just it back to the calm of like the calm waters flowing and the the boat gently floating down the river as the winds caught in the sails and um um the deck is like the entire boat is just completely asleep in the dead of night except for the sound of the um uh the man's sword whipping in the air and his boots clanking on the on the uh floor of the deck how far is he from me five yards close the distance so as you walk up and just once again like who are you as i like get close as you walk up, you hear a cawing above you, and you look up, and you see that same, the green jay, flying above you, and you see it flies above you underneath the moon and covers, like, uh, covers the moon like an eclipse for a second, and then flies past you. Um, uh, uh, cawing again, and then you turn, uh, and you look, like, your attention's focused on the bird, and when you look back down, you see the man um, is now facing you. Uh, uh, his his body is turned um, to like make himself like a smaller target, like skinnier, um, with his rapier pointed out, and you see him lunge out at you with uh, like violence in his eyes. As and you you look down at your chest and you see the blade just sink into your chest, and blood starts flowing down, and he rips it out, and you just like you feel like suddenly you can't breathe, and you fall down to your knees, and you're like, oh, what? and you just like, um. Your hands like grasp at the uh, um, like the wood of the desk uh, or of the deck um, as you're struggling to breathe, um, and like your your vision is is coming in and out, uh, and you you look up at the man and he's just uh, turned away from you now, and you see that the green jay fall down and perch on his shoulder, and then I mean, I you should wake. In- oh, okay. In the cabin. In the cabin. I'll keep the same instinct. My instinct was going to be to call for Pierre, and I think that, like, when I wake up, I do that, but then instantly realize, like, oh, shit, it's, yep, no. So, yeah, you hop up, and you call up Pierre's name, and you look around, and you see uh, you're alone in the cabin. Everyone else has already left. And you see uh, it's bright and sunny outside. Okay. Also, I failed my Actually, it's not. No, no, no. It's not. It's actually, you look out of the window of the cabin, of the captain's cabin, and you see it is... There's a thick fog filling the uh, the air. Okay. Also, I filled my nightmares roll, FYI. That fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fits. That adds up. That adds up. Yeah. I'll walk out. You walk out. Pierre, you've spent more time. It's now noon. You spent some more time training with Hor- Um, You actually, Pierre, you woke up early. To train with um, Horbin yeah, and dude. Daggers more. Um, he he's admits you now. He's like, yes, I have a weakness in my uh, um, uh, in Daggers. It's uh, clear to me now. So I'm uh, dedicated to training with you now. Um, I will not pick up a sword until I uh, can best you with a knife. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, and true, truly, you have not seen him when he made that promise to you yesterday. You have not seen him pick up a sword, or I can have a sword on his person. He's just had a dagger. Um, 
uh, as you guys continue to spar. Um, so we'll give you... You woke up early in the morning. Um, you will have some missed sleep, but spoiler alert, about to end campaign, so it's not gonna, yeah, it doesn't matter. Campaign um, done. <laughs> oh, we're not going to do are? No, we're going to. Oh, okay. But miss sleep won't impact that. Um, oh, I need to see if he passes his teaching skill. Does not. He does not. Um. Guys, Ben characters is gonna fucking kill us when we get to him. His is like the he's best gonna, name. Get another four point four. He's hours. gonna have a nice. pet bird and he's gonna kill us. Four point four. You said. So you guys are are um. So you've been training, Junio. You've been trying to handle the seasickness, and you feel better today. Um, Yippee! Uh, actually, you know what? Roll no. HD. Roll HD. You know my luck, you bitch. I do. That's what I'm making you do. Twelve. You say plus two? I said just HD. Oh no, I have failed then. Okay, yeah, so you're still seasick. Gah. And uh, the two of you, uh, Junior, you're just standing on deck. Trying oh, wait! Not to I forgot, mm -hmm. sorry. I forgot that in groups you were supposed to roll low. I succeeded my nightmares. That's my bad. Okay. Um, it, so Pierre it and Junior are both sitting on the upper empty. deck, and it's midday now. And you see Tariq finally emerge out of the cabin. He's been sleeping all day. You okay, buddy? Good afternoon, Tariq. You slept quite a while. I did not. <laughs> oh, you've been a bad fire. I look up and try to see the sun. Like, at least 12 hours. Minimally. The visions are getting worse, and I just walk by them. Like, I don't want to deal with trying to explain that. I look at Pierre. Poor kid, is he? He's... I I don't know if I could deal with that shit on stage. I, uh... God. I'm not sure either. Esri, you in milk time. Tariq just goes and sits on, like, the edge of the ship. Uh, not the edge of the ship, no. Tariq just goes and sits, so, like, up against the pole or something and just, like, thinks about Niki. He's just sad. He's just a Sweet sad little guy. Uh, literally the, the meme of the guy in the chair looking down. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um... You, you hear in the distance, though, someone, uh, someone's up in the crow's nest. And he calls out, uh, Captain, you got our car approaching. And the uh, the captain yells out and goes, Boys, it's approaching. And they all they all come up to the upper deck now um, and stop rowing because uh, the wind is uh, at your backs and helping pushing against the sails or with the sails. Um, and you guys slowly see in the fog the capital of Eslandry. Oh god. Did did the music work? No. <laughs> cool. 
cool. That's you so can cool. actually see my bloody hands now. I've <gasps> had them up since last bloody Halloween. Bloody hands! Yeah. Ah. I put those up in my room time. last Halloween, and I brought them to yes. the dorm. Yes, it does. Bro, I hear it. Yes, I hear it. Some Genghis Khan shit, dude. Nah, that's like throat Wait, How do I make it loop? Can we get rid of all of these bots? <laughs> I'll just play it 4,000 times. Nah, it's actually Disco Elysium shit. Correction, Susie. <laughs> well, shut up. I think Genghis Kong is a throat singer more than a Disco Elysium He's more player. like a throat goat. <laughs> I'm just gonna play it several times so that we don't have to worry about looping it, because... Apparently it's not a loop command for freaking Nero bot. I'm gonna rename it. We have so many music bots. Oh wait, can yeah, I? None of them work. Can I not rename it? We need to get can rid of just... the ones. Or... No, yeah, like, here's, here's, here's the just thing. Just the Vexera. Some of them don't. Vic... Yeah, Vexera you can get rid of because they did. It's discontinued. Actually, yeah, Vexera. Okay, uh, I'm gonna get the Utar car. We can figure this out later. So, in the distance, through the thick fog, you see slowly approaching this tower made of a stone, blacker and darker than any uh, uh, material or substance you've ever seen. It looks like you're staring straight into the soul of night. Um, as you see it like slowly appear through the thick fog, it towers over everything, just... Uh, hundreds and hundreds of feet in height. It reaches up into the sky, um, standing above everything, um, almost reaching... It's not quite almost reaching the clouds, but you like to think. Um, you see there's several rings of walls uh, surrounding the tower. Um, it's very, very well fortified, and these walls are you know, tens of feet thick and... Uh, um, Tall in their own right, though the tower still um, um, mounts over all of them, or uh, uh, looms over all of them. Um, and you're all standing on the upper deck, and it's completely silent. All you can hear is the wind rustling and the sound of the waves beneath you, and utter silence. And you see in the fog on the walls are these men with spears standing on the walls, uh, wearing like this. Um, red uh or um this uh like purple and green and black colored like armor oh like not um, statues like actual people work here actual men standing on the guard uh, uh on the wall um and actually as you pass uh through the river the wall uh approaches um like straight at the uh at the shore and you can look up and you just see like uh, one of them just standing there, still as a statue, and you actually kind of wonder yourself, like, is that an actual person? But staring at it long enough, is, yes, this is an actual person breathing and standing. Is the boat not stopping? Uh, do you want to ask the captain to stop? I would like to ask the captain to stop. He turns and says, "All right," and he, he calls out to the men, like, "Drop the anchor! Drop the anchor!" And they uh, drop the anchor into the uh, uh, into the river. And the boat stops, and you guys stop in front of Utah car. And again, still, after he calls that, it's just utterly silent as you all stand. Some of the men are on the deck, uh, get down on their knees and bow down to the tower. Um, 
and some of them just stand and look up at it in utter reverence and awe, um, as all of you do, because this is like a true feat of architecture. Tallest, it's common knowledge that this is the tallest building any uh, humanity or the tallest structure man has constructed in history. And it stood here for over 200 years. And um, for like over a century, it has been empty as far as anybody knows. Um, no one has been in here and it's just shrouded in mystery. Um, and you're just standing here and just the, just the sheer history and like legend of seeing this structure, like over two centuries ago, the most powerful man in history uh, ordered the construction of this monolithic structure. And now you're standing before it and you are supposed to be awakening this man who centuries ago constructed this like feat of architecture. Um, and it just stands before you as a symbol of like what a uh, man can do um, when it like comes together and uh, what Maharari could accomplish. And um, you hear some of the men uh, start talking to each other and be like, and one of them sits there and considers like, you know, how the hell does that thing stay upright? And the, and the man next to him is like, well, you know, you know the answer, right? Obviously, magic. And the man and the man looks at him like, magic? What do you mean, magic? He's like, well, don't you know, Madarari's sent by the gods. The gods keep it upright. Well. Or he keeps it up right while he's slumbering in there um and they're just sitting there like debating is it actually standing on its own or is there like some enchantment some magic or like divine power that is keeping it from toppling over um and the last thing that sort of crosses all of your minds is um not only did he order the construction of this but this is the like the only real symbol of a united as laundry um because this is uh was and still is his seat of power the god emperor's seat of power um this is where he ruled for decades this is where he held court this is where he wrote his decrees and lived um and the stewards would visit here and you know council members and whatnot like he an emperor lived in this tower and ruled the entire continent from it. Um, I wonder and if now you're here. Of the inside. It must have been quite beautiful. Is there a visible? Oh, sorry. Is there a visible entrance, guarded or not? Just is there a? There is. Um, so there's gates uh, um, all throughout the walls. There's four gates for the outer wall. Um, one, uh, uh, you're looking, uh, you're looking at it and it's almost like it's perfectly, uh, uh, centered to be like the south gate is exactly where south goes, like exactly south. Not, it's not a single point west or a single point east. It's, um, perfectly south. Same for the west and the north and the east. Um, and you're looking at it and it's one gate for each stewardship and they, all of them have like a special symbol above the gate. Um, that clearly is, uh, um, and you see it's the, um, uh, uh, the sigils for the, uh, four steward houses on the four gates on the outer wall. And so you're staring at the, the gate for the south, and it has this, uh, red, uh, like this, um, 
it's almost like um uh it's like that special glass like stained glass um above the above the gate of like this red with like a golden eagle on it uh, um and uh you see the uh, um there's still the men standing above it there's like three three guards standing above the gate um and you can see you actually you can't see through the gate it's solid um like solid thick steel I uh, I walk off the ship like without a mask on. Uh, which, by the way, are party members also coming to see this, or is it just? Um. Yeah, I would like to. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll walk off like without the mask, just fully uh, Westerling, and just uh, I think I put like a hand on the gate for a moment before like and just feel it um and also then give it like a slight push although i'm assuming it doesn't do anything so uh, you guys uh exit and you see you all immediately notice um Graham will follow as well all of you notice not a single one of the uh crew members has followed you at all they have not taken a single step towards uh towards leaving <laughs> oh god even the captain they're all standing at the wall and actually as you're looking at them it looks like they're like horrified that you guys have gotten off the boat. Okay. Break um, me down, Zeus! <laughs> um, you don't have the ball! Okay. Assuming that the gate will not open, uh, I... Look at it. I just look up at one of the guards and just, uh... I am called care of the prophecy. I demand entrance to this home. What? Yeah, they just... All of them, like, synchronize, stare down at you, and just utter silence. Hmm. And, um... The, uh... captain of the ship uh, walks up behind you. Uh, um... He walks up and you see he's like very cautious in his steps and he has like his um you see he has a shield with him actually he like went and got a shield um as he walks up he walks behind you and he, and he leans in and goes uh those are the imperial guards they uh can't talk they don't need to talk to let me in what if it's a verbal component he he, he leans in and says honestly it's uh it's a marvel you're still alive. You, uh... You do know you're not supposed to be with... This close to the wall. They'll kill any man who gets this close. Uh, I just started speaking in Westerling to the guards, repeating the same idea of, um... Like, allow me a moment in this sacred home. I am part of this prophecy. But I'm speaking it all in Westerling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys hear Tariq speak a completely different language, completely different dialect, um, uh, in his native tongue. <laughs> and they're still just staring down at you silently through, like, and you see, um, they have, like, these masks covering their face, uh, and you can't see a single, like, their facial expressions or anything. It's just, like, it's, like, three, like, 
um, like automatons. There's like statues staring down at you. It's almost like they're not men. If you don't want me to enter this place, then shoot me down now. No. And I'm still speaking Westerling. I'm no. still speaking Westerling. <laughs> I'm still speaking Westerling. So we can't understand. Damn it. They they still just stare unmoving. Not a single like muscle moves. And a gust of wind sends some fog swirling past them. And like uh, they have like cloaks on, the like, green cloaks on, and then the cloaks like flap in the wind. As you uh, you stand you stand below the wall, looking like craning your neck up to see them. Mm, perhaps we should leave. Uh, that would be. Sean speaks up. He's like, I I I second that. I'm uh, I don't know how long they'll go without killing us. I start walking back to the ship. As do I. Come on, Karik. Let's continue. Even even if. You're angry. At least we'll get. At least we'll be able. To, you'll be able to get home. Karik is going to because he can't do it in the building. He's going to sit outside of the gate and sit in a meditative pose, uh, right in front of the gate, in front of the guards, and. Uh, ask a fairly simple question in Westerling, which is, um... Let's get out loud. If, yeah, he says it out loud before, like, like, but he's not saying it to a person. He's, okay. Yeah, and it's in Westerling, and he just says, uh... Give me a reason to believe in you. This is your chance. And he sits down you and starts see, meditating. You guys see Tariq sit down. And the, 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 the three of you, not you, Tariq, but the two of you and Graham are standing on the boat. And uh, the captain leans in to you, Pierre, and he says, does he do this often? Um, occasionally. It's not uncommon. How, how long will this take? Uh, it can take as much time as he needs. We are, was... This is the safest part of the journey. Nobody abandons us not to attack you, Darkar. Uh, he, he won't be there for more than an hour, I'm sure. Alright. You see, he walks over and he just like quietly relates it to some of his... like um, like sergeants like the men directly underneath him and then they go and spread it to the rest here is uh looking for sections about the uh the yukatar tower in the writings of uh matari you read up writing writings of matari and so uh yeah the prompt the prompt of today's meditation is uh this is this is kind of the last chance. Give me a reason to believe in you. There's a section that, that sticks out to you, Pierre. Oh, sorry. Oh, there's, there's a quote in particular that you, you look at, and it, it speaks powerfully to the moment. I hate how there's no loop.
Um, there's a section, and you open up immediately to the as laundry section, and there's one quote here from one of his uh, one of the paragraphs of his writing, and it says, "Utah Car is a black tower, filled with shadowy secrets." And then you slowly look up at the tower after reading it, and you stare at the guards who are still like eyes locked in on Tariq. Their necks crane down, but beyond that, not a single muscle is moved. And uh, Horbin walks up to you, Pierre, and uh, he he walks up. He looks. Uh, uh, he's looking at Tariq and and the the guards. Yeah, um, as he's speaking, he says, "You know why they can't talk, right?" Um, actually, no. He looks at you and says. The God Emperor cuts their tongues out to keep his secrets. He, um, I show him the part that I read in the quote about how uh, the Black Tower has a lot of sh uh, shadowy secrets. Well, there you go. Mm. Books are good for something. Just wish I could read them, as he says as he walks away. Illiterate? You know, Horvin, hey, I could like teach me, you. To... For real. You know, Horvin, I could teach you to read. And you, uh, after you teach me how to fight better. Um, I'm gonna go turn on a light really quick. He stops and he turns, and he 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 just confidently shakes his head. No, he's like, no, it's okay. Corbin does not need to know how to read. <laughs> and then he uh, he walks over, uh, and you see he's got his like knife out and he's got like um like a sharpening stone. He's like sharpening his uh, his knife uh, against it. A whetstone, yeah. I have one of those as well. Um, Tariq, you're asking for a sign. Yeah, once again, it's very specifically intent of like, this is the last chance to get me to do something. Give Roll. me, give me a reason to care about you, basically. Roll meditation with an unknown modifier. It's a, it's a plus ten. He just, ha it's just if Tariq gets a critical failure, we have to have something bad going on. Obviously. My meditation oh. is a level ten. It is a true fifty-fifty. Oh shit. Well, uh, unknown modifier. Uh, failure of three. So you lie, you you, uh, you, you lay there, meditating. And you enter this trance of utter peace. And you're just thinking to yourself. Or, or, or you're thinking over and over again. Just like, give me a sign. Give me any sign. Prove to me I you're think real. if anything, it's not peace. It's uh, it's anger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You enter this meditative state of... Um, we're trying to enter this state. In which you, you know, you're just like... You just close your eyes and you're just focusing on your breathing and just over and over. Give me a sign. Give me a sign. Show me your real. Give me anything. Like, um, and, um, you know, like, 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 um, just like, give me any proof. And you're just sitting there for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And uh, after half an hour of sitting there, it's just utter silence. Except for the, you know, the men have started to talk now. 
The man on the boat, I'm assuming. Yeah, the man on the boat, yes. You still not heard a peep out of uh out of the soldiers on the on the wall. Oh, by the way, um mm. Alright, yeah, never mind. Uh, do you want to try meditating again? I would. Because you roll every 30 minutes. Okay. Roll again with an unknown modifier. Failure of two. <laughs> Getting closer. Slowly but surely. Um. So again, entering this, you know, you're just like maintaining this state of just like, show me a sign. Show me a sign. Prove to me you're real. Prove to me that any of this is real, that I'm supposed to be here. You know, and, um, You again, ten minutes pass, fifteen, twenty, you know, another half hour pieces, everyone in the boat's standing around. Um, you know, just like playing cards or you know, board games or talking or the occasional man is reading. Um Uh, and still, you, you, there's no visions or voices or, it's just your voice in your head and the darkness of the, the void. One more time. That's it. If that's all Roll right. Meditation with an unknown modifier. And we had. By two, the way, if um, if Junior had, had two white or uh, Pierre, if Junior or Pierre want to do anything, uh, just let me know. I'm just success watching. of four. I wanted to read. Yeah. Honestly, I really would be just watching as well. Yeah, success of four on that Very last one. Yeah. Like clouded by anger, clouded by anger, starts to actually be able to focus meditatively. Whether or not it works, we don't know. But you, you're sitting there like, give me a sign, give me a sign. Ten minutes passed, twenty minutes passed, thirty minutes passed, and again, still just like no visions, no. Um, you know, voices from beyond, or you know, no Dahiya Kahina, no nothing. And eventually, you just open your eyes and you realize that you've been crying, and tears are uh, flowing down your cheeks, um, down like onto your neck, just silently bawling. Um, and you think to yourself, maybe 
You think to yourself, maybe it's not so simple. Maybe you need to just maintain faith. Maybe this is just another obstacle. You know, and 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 you remember something your um, your father told you once, and that uh, I use the nature of Ayu is so far from man and uh, that they cannot be compared and man will never truly be able to understand uh, uh, Ayu's existence or the existence of gods and their nature um, you know uh, and, and he, he tells you like uh and he told you that once, and you asked Akahina when you were young, like what that meant. And Akina explained to you, like, um, gods don't have minds like we do. You know, um, we were uh, may, uh, um, we're not reflections of gods, and all we understand is ourselves as much as we can. Um, but we cannot imagine gods to be similar to us at all and we do not know how they function um, and we never will be able to um, all we can do is serve them and let them guide us and trust in them and, and have faith and um, no matter how hard you try you cannot apply human logic or human reason uh, or man's logic or man's reason um, to the gods they will always be transcend us and always appear mysterious because they are so far above us that we cannot um, even begin to comprehend their nature when compared to ours. Uh, Tariq silently stands up, uh, puts on his mask, Westerling salutes the guards, um, but he doesn't point anywhere. He doesn't know where to point. He's shedding blood for no one right now. And then he walks onto the boat silently, into the captain's quarters silently. So you does you not give them a west, you give them a Westerling salute, um, and. Describe to me specifically how that works again. You act as if you're like drawing a sword and cutting up your mm -hmm. chest. And then usually you direct it at someone, which is either you can give it to yourself, you can give it to Ayu, you can give it to Ryu, you can give it to others. Uh, but this time Tariq just starts the salute and doesn't know how to finish it. He doesn't think he deserves it. And he doesn't know what to think of anything right now because... Uh, largely he i think he largely is directing a lot of his own self-hate onto like godly figures so like he would put it towards there but it doesn't feel right so he kind of just starts the salute but it doesn't go anywhere he's he's not giving blood for anyone he's just losing it with nothing in return 
So you get, you start that Westerling salute and you just you don't know where to send it. And then suddenly, completely synchronized, all three of the guards on top do a Westerling salute and point to the tower behind them. And they all turn and point, still looking straight at you. And they just stand there pointing. And you, you hear like the like the men on the ship go like, what? did you see that? Did you? And they're like batting each other like, did you? Did you? Like they move, they move. Pierre and Junior, both of you roll um, perception to see if you saw if you saw. Sight based, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm, yeah. Okay. Three D six. I do not. I do. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 sitting like watching this, kind of worried. Like, is everything okay with Tariq? And you see Tariq do that, like uh, do the salute thing, and you see the three of them uh, follow in suit. What I keep wanting to say, what is he doing over there? I say out loud. Huh? Huh. Isn't uh, the thing he usually Thorn does? walks up to you, Pierre, and he says, he, he walks up to you and, and he says, In all my years, I've passed Utah car. I've not seen those men move once. Oh. Well, Tariq is... he, he He looks at you, Pierre, and he says, they're the statues of Utah Car. That's what they call them. All across, everywhere I've been, they're called statues. I've never once seen them move. And then he he, he turns back and he looks at the, at the walls. This really is a story for my grandkids. <laughs> and he's just smiling at it at, at the site. You could say that again. Here it says he looks back at the tower. Um. Tariq reboards the Twyla uh, silently, very much wearing a mask because uh, he doesn't feel it's an appropriate time to shed tears, and he kind of hates that he's doing it. Um, and he silently walks into the captain's quarters and does not reemerge. Yeah, everyone's just standing utterly silent as as he as you walk in, and you guys see the guards they quickly like shift back to their original pose. Um, as they stand holding their like super long sharpened spears uh and sean looks to you pierre and goes does that mean we can raise anchor yeah uh let's raise ankle and head south nice job he calls out to men like raise the anchor we're heading we're continuing on to uh pen right continuing to pen right and uh they uh they pull up the anchor and open the sails and they even they they go down and take the uh the oars and Start rowing, and the wind's at your back, and you start flying down the Donna Mark. And you see Utah Car get smaller and smaller and disappear through the fog in the distance. Knock, the knock. Madari's power. <laughs> Pierre's gonna go knock on the captain's corner door. <laughs> I don't think I can lock it, but if you do walk in, Tariq is just laying down in a bed, like, sh like facing the wall, so it's like a cold shoulder. I'm gonna wait for- uh, I, I... And oddly enough, he's wearing, like, the mask, even though no one's in the room. Pierre, uh, Pierre doesn't enter until he hears a response. You don't get one. Well, um, whatever you're doing in there, you did a great job out there, uh, let me know, uh, sometime what- what you saw or felt when you were meditating. Uh, I'm gonna go back to training, but you know, I'm here to communicate. 
hopefully, that uh, I, you're able to. I want to whisper in uh, Tariq's ear, by the way, you, you impressed the right shit. In. Fucking teleport. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Wait. Just phase right through the, the door. Deck. I thought he was on the deck. I want to know what happens to Ivan's theater of mind. <laughs> Tariq's in the, in the cabin sleeping and Pierre oh. like not I'm not sleeping I'm not sleeping not sleeping sorry sorry you saw Tariq go into the cabin like into your quarters in the cabin oh. um, and Pierre knocked on the door and is oh. just talking through the door oh okay I see I thought I thought he was standing on the deck I'm a dumbass no. never mind then. you can still talk through the door if you want okay <laughs> with the, the keyhole Hey there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The no, door's no. not locked, though. I don't think there's a yeah. like. I, I do want to say. By the way, uh, Tariq, you impressed the shit out of those out uh, uh, of the entire crew. You're gonna be maybe be read for questions because they are astounded at whatever you did. Yeah, there's still like whispers throughout the boat. People like gossiping and like, oh, oh yeah, I totally saw it. I saw it. They they did like some crazy thing with their arm and were like pointing at the tower. And he's like, no, you didn't see they it. Buckled no, their seat belts, We've been sitting guys. here for an hour. <laughs> um, was there a dock at Utah or Car? Or did that we? That makes sense, wouldn't it? I'm guessing there was um, a dock. I'd expect there to be because it used to be like the main trading hub. It's not in. It's not been in uh, uh, repair. So it's it's like, not been repaired, it's like damaged maintained, and shit. Yeah, it's it's falling apart. It's been sitting there for centuries without maintenance. So. I, I, right, Con Tariq actually fell through the dock. And yeah, whether 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 <laughs> you guys like stopped uh, like against the shore instead of like over at the dock. While while we uh, like, I've, I've tried to stop there before and lost a man there. While we either pass it or if we've already passed it, uh, Pierre's just gonna throw one of his imperial roses on the top of the dock just to, as a as a uh, as a memento. I love the Utah car theme. I've been I've been waiting to bust this shit out. It's good. The 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 chorus aspect is really nice. Anyway, back to Horbin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a, a pretty good session. Woo! That was good. That was a really good ending. I really like the. I like that. Yippee! A lot.